Whether it's sports, fantasy football, the Detroit Lions, there's a sub for that. Welcome to the front podcast of the internet. He's your host, Willie Sweetness Matson, And he's your other host, Scott, look at that body, Gorilla. <laughs> and joining us today is our very special guest, Jason Veni Vidi Vici Vincent. You asked, so I came, I saw, I plan to conquer. Oh, <laughs> what does that mean? Vidi, 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 tell Vici. me later. <laughs> <laughs> We're a show all about Reddit. Covering all the ups and down votes in hopefully 30 minutes. If you like the show, you can find more of us. On our TikTok, YouTube, or Instagram. Or in line at Starbucks. I get a pumpkin spice latte before all the teenage girls get in line and get all the sweet cream. I was going to make a sweet cream joke, but you said teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, you and I, we don't know each other. Is is this how it is this how you expected the introduction to go? Quite literally an hour and 20 minutes of recording. <laughs> you know, I expected a little more streamlining, but okay. not a bunch. Um I've known Scott since 2007, five, 2007 five. or 2005, September 19th, September 16th, mid-September 2005. I kind of knew what I was getting into. We were hired in August, but they didn't actually give us the job until a month later. <laughs> you guys both Strange. worked at the same job? What did you do? Ooh, this is something we can talk about because we no longer have these jobs, but we worked for yep. that big red dot local sponsor. Oh. That one everybody in this uh, regional area kind of tends to work for or their parents work for or they used to work for. We used to work for. And one that I didn't even know was headquartered in Minnesota until I applied for the job. <laughs> <laughs> you both worked for the big red Minnesota dog. Uh, mm -hmm. You got to know each other in 2005. Uh, I was still in high school. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? That probably half of our listeners are still in high school. So we're yeah. all collectively <laughs> old. <laughs> You know, the funny story about Jason and I's friendship is that we happen to watch similar TV shows, and uh, one of them just happened to be the cultural phenomenon known as Lost. Jason, do you want to tell the listening audience what we did for that show and what we did for uh, the So we're nerds, just to preface. Nerd, nerds do nerd things. We would actually have lunches each week after the episode would air. And we would invite people from other areas. So knowing thousands of people work there, we'd have partners, peers, friends that also we gained over the our time at the company in a lost lunch talking about theories within the show. So this is pre like real message boards. I mean, you know, you Reddit. There were probably subreddits, but it wasn't the phenomenon that it is now in that right. cultural touch point that Reddit is now. So back then, occasionally we would get a blog post from some some guy over here that had pulled together all these different theories and we would kind of just share it and go what do you guys think nerd stuff yeah <laughs> we were getting invites from across the company from people at different levels like management levels director levels like that wanted to come in and talk about the show when people who had much higher salaries than us were asking if they 
could get invited to this, you know, little nerd lunch hour. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And we started booking bigger rooms and we'd have to book rooms. At first it was like four to seven people. And then over lunch, we had people, we had up to like 20, 25 people in a corporate boardroom <laughs> talking about lost theories <laughs> a day or two after the show aired. I have two questions for both of you. Number one, tell me, tell me about Lost because I never watched it. <laughs> Lost was the Pontiac vibe of television shows. Either you really loved it or you really didn't like it. And it was all just based on your style. Hey, I, I get that because the first girl I ever hooked up with was in a Pontiac. Just want to want to throw that out there. Must have been uh, uncomfortable. It was very it. Well, yeah. For I mean, who? at the time, wait a minute. For the like, Pontiac? <laughs> <I> can... <laughs> the other thing that I was going to ask, I guess, do you miss getting together in big groups to talk about shows? We have a lot of shows today that you might be able to deep dive into. I, I know that like Marvel is putting out a new show all the time. Disney, I guess, is putting out a new show all the time. You have Andor that just released this week. Uh, you've got Netflix putting out shows, HBO re reprising Game of Thrones. Do you think that a show like Lost can happen today and get together such a, a melting pot of people? I do think that television shows, the way they are built now, and the way we can connect virtually... We can have some of the same conversations, but I don't think you can have the same passion as you might in person. A lot of people are more used to that anonymity that you can say things, whatever you want, you know, in the Twitter sphere, in Twitter rooms, you know, in, in any of those those instances, you can you can make fun of anyone. When you're in a room with someone, you not only have to make a point, you also have to understand that you're talking to other people who may have differing views on that point, And you have to be able to stand up for that conversation face-to-face -face. so the conversations are still happening in a way but i do think it's you know it's it's just a different style of conversation i would say back then there were probably less trolls about that conversation because you were specifically in target once we left that lunchroom put my tie back on go back to my desk go back to outlook send my emails do whatever i got to do until 5 p.m now <laughs> i can log in and out whenever i want to but never during work hours and have a conversation with anyone and it can be just that much longer I certainly miss it. The it was it was kind of more about the community, really. All right, so there's no use delaying the inevitable. Last week, Willie and I decided to play a little game. That game was predict the post. And and the idea was to figure out what subreddit was going to be the top post of the week at the time of recording. I checked in maybe like three or four days ago and I was just like, son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 Willie was able to successfully predict the post because of this one story. Hold on, Scott. We, we have a guest. So I want to mm -hmm. ask, Jason, the point of this bit is... What do you think the top subreddit will be of next week? I made a guess. Scott made a guess. We know that I won, but you might not know what that subreddit is. What do you think the top subreddit is of this week? I would think world news 
or I don't know how much still the Queen's passing is skewing viewership. I would say our England, our UK, something along those lines, or our world news. That might have been a more thoughtful answer than what Scott and I gave. Because, Scott, you (laughs) said, what did you say? Uh, I did, damn, that's interesting, I'm pretty sure. And I said, next fucking level. So, (laughs) briefly, the top post this week, by a significant margin, is Iranian woman burning their Mm. hijabs after a 22-year-old was killed by the morality police. I can't think of a better story on Reddit to be the top post, not because of the horrendous acts that happened, but for the fact of the entire country coming together to uh, say this is something that is meaningful and we need to make change. But I'm also an idiot. so The odds, I guess, I didn't look into them enough. I'm bad at math. I've said that a hundred times on the show. I thought maybe we would play this back and forth and it would be a couple weeks before maybe one of us got lucky, but he just pegged it full stop. That's what I want you week. to do. <laughs> this bachelor party is going to be weird. <laughs> so I, I thought I had a good idea for this game, but now game's dead. Cause like, I don't, I don't want to play this anymore. Game over, man. It's game over. What the fuck are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Owen one. You're Owen one. Take the L. I know. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So while we're not qualified to talk about that, something we are qualified to talk about as uh, three middle-aged whitish males. Speak for yourselves. (laughs) Uh, Willie, I talked to your doctor. Uh, I'm sitting on the couch. You guys talk amongst yourselves for a minute. You're you're (laughs) middle-aged, my friend. Is your your back hurting? (laughs) I'm fine. Take some leave. Well, the adults are here. Scott. Yeah. What did you think about sports this past weekend? Jason, I want to talk about uh, our local football teams that played this past week. I am a casual Vikings fan, have been since they traded Randy Moss, the biggest blight on the franchise, if you ask me. You are from Michigan and mm-hmm. therefore were cursed with Detroit Lions fandom. Correct. I just want to know, what's it like being a Lions fan? Positive news. The Lions are the third highest scoring team in the league thus far, right? So they're one and two now after this week. So that's a that's a positive change. They're scoring points that can win games because I don't know if you guys knew this about sports is whoever scores more <laughs> typically wins. It's a weird thing. That's normally how it works. So good for the Lions for that. The negative thing is the NFL's Lions do what NFL's Lions do. They lose games all the time. This weekend the Lions lost more than the Vikings won. I think that's an important consideration. The Vikings won, but the Lions lost much harder. They gave them that towards the end there. What's interesting also about that game was the Vikings, to their credit, overcame 10-point deficits twice in that game, which is very uncommon in NFL. And it's only like like the the second or first time Yep, since since the late 70s. So it's not a common thing especially in a team like Detroit who has played better, but who is not obviously a quality NFL team thus far. They have, they have talent, just not enough. Jason is very popular on Twitter for uh, a Barry Sanders reference. Do you want to tell the audience about that? I, I made a good tweet one time. So a couple of years back um, before the 2020 election, Garth Brooks was in Detroit playing at Ford Field. 
And for his encore, he came out in a Barry Sanders jersey, probably top 10 best talented players in the NFL all time, wore the number 20. His last name being Sanders on the back of the jersey. A lot of people don't also know is that Barry Sanders and Garth Brooks both also went to Oklahoma State together and were college roommates at some point. Wow, what? I did um, not know that. So Garth Brooks. You're telling me that an NFL star was roommates with a country music star? That doesn't happen. He's a superstar. The only time yeah. you get yep. stars together of that caliber are Scott Garola and Willie Mac. I can't that. <laughs> and that's why I'm here, to just bring it down. You guys are just much too powerful. At least we're all on the game. same page. <laughs> Garth is a country musician, and the country music fans tend to skew one way more than the other. Tend to, in general speaking. And people took it as a representation of Bernie Sanders instead of Barry Sanders. So the Instagram comments and the Twitter comments just began rolling about you shouldn't take sides. We want the other guy to win. There's a lot of common spelling errors in those tweets too, in case you're wondering. People had already forgotten. This was his damn jersey of the probably the, the greatest athlete that's been in your city since Joe Lewis in the 30s and 40s. Yeah, um, sliced but, bread. So, yeah, so pretty much the, the, the most incredible athlete they've ever had. Uh, not counting maybe Calvin Johnson since. But I retweeted it and mentioned maybe some people just didn't realize who it was. For the next weekend, I probably got 2 million views on that tweet with <laughs> like 250,000 likes, a, a number of retweets. What was interesting was it took off slowly. A couple people caught it. You know, a couple hours later, I was like, oh, a couple hundred. That That had been my most impactful I believe uh, <laughs> when I was promoted on your channel once, when Scott described who I was, he called me a shit poster, um, which is true, a Twitter shit poster. And by, by that night, I had thousands of retweets, thousands of likes, and I could actually begin to tell when a popular or a celebrity account would see it because my phone would vibrate <laughs> for minutes on end because I didn't turn off the notifications. My wife was like, what is going on with your phone? What did you do? I was like, I was kind of a jerk on the internet, and I made fun of some people, and now people are liking it. I don't know. Best part of the internet. <laughs> Having reached a decent level of, of internet notoriety, Scott and I, I remember the moment, Jason, where we, we said, you know what? Let's try this whole TikTok thing. We put up a couple of videos. They went nowhere, and then Scott's like, I got, I got an idea, and he puts a post up there, and I wake up in the morning. Feeling like P. I swear to God, it's the earliest Scott has ever got up in his life. It's like <laughs> six in the morning, and he's like, "Dude, dude, go look at our TikTok," and it was like five thousand views, and he's like, "This is amazing." Forty minutes later, we crossed ten thousand. An hour after that, a hundred thousand. We're losing our shit. By like a week later, that one post is over a million, and it was like, I I can't show my face in public anymore. <laughs> I do remember that because I was trying to do TikTok at the same time. I maybe created my account a week before yours. I was like, I have 15 followers, and I follow Scott, and I'm like, oh, that's great. And then I started looking at your account. I was like, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> <laughs> this son of a bitch. This son of a bitch. 
so I, I know very little about sports, to, to be fair. And you mm-hmm. love hockey. Jason, this is for you. Scott Earmuffs. How deep does your sports love go? I loved playing sports because it kept me active, but I had mm-hmm. such a hard time following all the different people. So I, I'm not a good person to say, like, I know everybody on the Minnesota Wild. I've loved sports since I was maybe 10 years old. Um, mm-hmm. Background on me, grew up with a single parent. My mom took care of us from a, a very young age. It was the three kids. Um, I didn't know much about sports up until eight or nine. One of my best friends and his family were terrific at sports. His older brother pitched college baseball, like maybe had some minor league stints. Um, my buddy who I grew up with, honestly, I'd call him my best friend since we were two. He was a great high school athlete, had recruitments, didn't work out. But having hung out with them, I started loving sports. The Tigers were very popular in the 80s. They won you know, a few World Series. I've been participating in sports as well. The, I, I was the kid that always got hurt. I'd play super, like I have stitches here. I've broken <laughs> both wrists. I've oh. torn an ankle. Like I've done a number of injuries through, throughout my many years of playing sports. And I've always loved doing that more than watching it. But now I've been a Timberwolves season ticket holder through the most difficult period of the Timberwolves <laughs> franchise existence over so the like last, the, this, I think this will be year 14. Yeah. Yeah. Since the year after Kevin Garnett left, we've been season ticket holders. Actually, Scott and I, we were seatmates. It was my wife, myself, and Scott. We had three seats together for the first two seasons, I think. Yep. They were nearly giving away season tickets at that point. It was a promotion called Pay the Pick. And for anyone that's not familiar with the Timberwolves, they're terrible. Let's just, <laughs> they've been terrible. We were the three pick that year. So my season tickets that year were $156. Which is for crazy season tickets. NBA level season tickets. Hold on. Mm-hmm. They weren't good seats, mind you. But they oh, were we were seats. there. Yeah. Yep. You're telling me that season tickets for the entire season, not a game, mm-hmm. was $156? After mm-hmm. taxes. Yes. Do a quick little Google search for how much season tickets are for like the Los Angeles Lakers. I don't even know if they put the prices online. StubHub, maybe. Well, but, I mean, you don't have to look it up, Willie, because basically $156 gets you into one game now, like you were maybe saying. Maybe. A single seat. Nosebleeds. And even Wolves, even Wolves tickets are, are much more expensive now, other yeah. than, you know, their Wednesday college nights or whatever it is. Inflation. Um, that's the price of business, yeah. You got to keep the doors open. You got to pay pay the people okay jason i have a really important question to ask you mm-hmm. going back to one of the things you said you both broke both of your wrists um i, I was we'll... seven uh oh seven Uh-oh. for this one means for this one so so you so you did not no. break them at the same time you no not and the world's and most i didn't have a dog ghost <laughs> i actually saw that reference today a guy posted a picture of himself and he's like i got hurt only the deepest Reddit people know what this story means because he had two braces on. <laughs> and everybody was asking, how is your mom? Oh, Where is yeah. the dog? <laughs> the legend continues. Let me ask you this. Jason knows about football. Willie, you're not too familiar with football, but okay. can Thank you do you. me a favor? Can you do me a favor and close your eyes? Can how you long? name? Yep. Just keep, keep going. 
Can you name five NFL football teams? You're such a dick. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Put your fingers up. Uh, Seattle Seahawks. Minnesota That's Vikings. One. Green Bay Packers. Thank you. Come two, on. Three. I, I'm not going to do the Detroit Lions because. Okay. You got... I was afraid. Uh, <laughs> oh, you put uh, your finger up, though. Okay. God damn it. Son of a bitch. Uh, the Browns. From. Where do they play? Oh God! Uh God! It's a it's by us. It um. Close. <laughs> Why did I pick the Browns? <laughs> um. Oh, uh. The the. There's there's so much the the uh the Dallas Cowboys. I'm just gonna oh, skip there we the go. Browns. That's four. There we go. One more. I Come on. Right, you can do it. I believe um, in you. The Texans. From, from Austin. Oh God! They're from Texas. Yep. This is so stupid. Um, Texans. That's right. Can you think of any like East Coast the Miami Falcons? Eight. Nope. Nope. Miami. Mm. <laughs> mm. I'm so, so well. sweaty right now, guys. I'm who, legitimately who did, sweaty. Who did Dan Marino play for? Dolphins. The Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. There you that's go. That's a that's a team. Yes. Still a team. You did it. Can I can I level the playing field for just a minute? Sure. Do you know the top chess player in the world? It's a sport, all right? It I is. have a st- I have a statement to read, okay, but I okay, need okay. to know the current top reigning leader in chess. Gary Kasparov. Deep blue. It's Magnus Carlsen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was the, was the guy who lifted the big rocks that's magnus von magnuson okay (laughs) all right so if if you're unfamiliar with the controversy he was in a chess tournament and he lost which is incredibly rare for magnus Mm -hmm. and he kind of bowed out midway through the match he's playing this like young teenager a week later he goes to play another tournament he is opposed by this same guy that guy plays one move Magnus leaves the tournament, says, I'm out. He finally broke his silence today, and he said, Dear Chess World, I made the unprecedented professional decision to withdraw from the tournament after my round three game against Hans Niemann. That's the young kid. A week later, during the championship chess tournament, I resigned against Hans Niemann after playing only one move. I know that my actions have frustrated many in the chess community. I'm frustrated. I want to play chess. I want to continue to play chess at the highest level in the best events. Fast forwarding, he says, we must do something about cheating. And for my part going forward, I don't want to play against people that have cheated repeatedly in the past because I don't want what they are capable of doing in the future. Did either of you know that cheating in chess was an option? Do you remember that scene in Ocean's Eleven where he's trying to beat the polygraph and he has the pushpin in his shoe and he starts uh-huh. sweating? Yeah. Yep. I think that's kind of that was the idea behind it is that there was some sort of apparatus on him that could buzz him to give him the right move through code. That's what I heard as well. The rumor is the apparatus was in a place basically where they don't check. Like, cause they will check for listening devices and they will kind of do like a TSA pat down. 
if he was cheating and it was from a remote controlled device, not a lot of places it could have been. This episode is brought to you by Sex World. <laughs> There's a couple other stories, and I just want some hot takes from both of you real quick here. One, can we talk about the drama surrounding Brett Favre? What What's the perspective that both of you have? And can you share for our listeners what I'm talking about? My understanding is that his daughter plays volleyball for a college. He wanted to then get the state to pay for a better facility. How they got that money was impacting that state's welfare and that welfare money that would go to poor families. It has actually come out today that he'd actually asked for more money for another facility as well. Um, In true Brett Favre fashion, he was texting things. Uh, For anyone that doesn't remember his stint with the Jets and the reporter, he was also busted for texting things yeah, he to texted, a female reporter. He texted a picture of you, Mr. Matson. What? Me? <laughs> yes. His, you, weren't, you weren't wearing much. <laughs> throwing pics and texting <laughs> willies. Hey, now. Macro photography wasn't of. around back then, right? <laughs> <laughs> Got to zoom in with the phone. Two fingers. <laughs> Obviously, that's a, a terrible thing for Mr. Favre to do. And I'm saying Mr. Fire because I believe that's what he's going to be called in court in the near mm-hmm. future. All right. I want to leave the sports discussion on a positive note. Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal were photographed uh, after Federer's last professional match. Did you guys see this photo? Yes. Mm-mm. Were they kissing? Because a lot of there's a lot of fanfic out there that would be cool with it. It's my fanfic. Nadal and Federer have a bromance. And it's a strong bromance. They were once enemies and have, through the heat of battle, become great friends. When I was in high school, we had an all-American athlete who was a wrestler. He would go to state every single year. And every year, he would face the same person at the final match. In his senior year, his brother was battling cancer and... As a sign of respect, his opponent uh, forfeited the match. Not forfeited, but, like, did one of those things where, like, he walks up and he, like, taps him and he falls over. And I think about this match. Like, it's the best sportsmen within their field having respect for each other but still willing to compete but knowing when humanity needs to come first. Are you guys of the opinion that... In order for sports to be fun, they always need to be competitive, or should there be that humanity first? One side of me says, hurt them. You want to win. That's what you've been trained to do your entire (laughs) life. As an athlete, it's always go for it, win, whatever it takes. It's good to hear someone, even in high school at that time, could have that type of composure and Mm -hmm. understanding of the much bigger picture. I don't like to equate sports with war or fighting because it's never that. But it's always interesting the amount of respect that competitors will give each other simply because they've spent so much time fighting against each other. Off the court, I'm sure they're friends. Having seen the photo, thank you for sharing it. It's a beautiful photo because not only is it the end of one person's career, it's also the end of that competitorship. There's also a little bit of him that he probably sees in the near future 
because he's not going to play forever either. I don't want to talk about the, the corporate side of things, like how at a certain level you're paid contractually, so you have to honor that. Like, just because somebody's, like, head coach's mom is dying of cancer, like, the other team's not going to forfeit and just let them have that win. So the money wins. That's that's what we're saying here. Thank you so much to our sponsor this week, Jason, for the additional five dollars. Send me your Venmo links. Um, <laughs> I'll make sure to share it. Because we have a guest this week, we're gonna change things up and we're gonna play a little game. We've kind of made the theme of the show sports, so it's gonna be Jason versus Willie in a sports trivia match off. Oh. Dun 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 dun. Mm-hmm. Now, this isn't fair. It's a hundred percent fair because what I did is I didn't go into like, like the most deep dive of sports trivia. No, it's just a right, general right. sports trivia. You've got a chance. One of you is going to flip a coin, or you can do Age Before Beauty. Figure that one out. Oh. So, Jason, <laughs> if if you win, does that mean you get to be best man? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm just not? talking about. <laughs> uh, i'm glad i brought you guys here today if two will enter it. one will leave uh, all right so so i am good at pulling up the website to flip a coin so what we're gonna do is Just, what, um whoever's gonna go first gets to flip the flip the coin jason actually has a coin wow he's listening to the oh, show oh you first you first all right you go uh I, i'm ready i'm ready flip it and i'll call it heads Heads. Show the camera. It's gotta be. Show the camera. It's tails. Tails. Oh. All, right. All right, you go first. So I'm gonna ask Jason a question. If he gets it wrong, Willie gets a chance to answer it and get the point. Question number one. What is the diameter of a basketball hoop in inches? I have something to measure this against. <laughs> it's bandit. Oh. Eighteen. That is correct. What? And- <laughs> this is an unfair game. <laughs> okay, I honestly didn't this think you were going to get that. All right, but Willie, what sport? What sport do I play two and to three times season, a week and have season tickets to? <laughs> okay, fine, fine, fine. I'm ready. I'm that ready. was just pure luck. You could have gotten that one, Willie. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Anyone could right. do it. Question number two <laughs> goes to Willie. The Olympics are held every how many years? Four. Every four. Well, summer games every four years. Winter games every every four years but they're every two years technically by season let's just pick one olympics okay every four years <laughs> thank you okay you almost talked yourself out of it i All just right, didn't want to lose jason what is known as the king of sports ram trucks no um <laughs> it's got a ram trucks <laughs> you're gonna get us branded content warning again <laughs> king of i apologize sports. sorry Brought to you by the king of sport. I know what the king of beers. I know the king of trucks. I know the king of spades. You can take as long as you want. We'll edit out. Cricket is incorrect. Willie, you have a chance for a steal. Football with a U. Soccer. That is correct. And by the way, if any of you are cheating, I'm going to know. Look at my hands. Look at them. (laughs) They're up here. So, Willie, that is correct. Soccer. I am fueled by the urine that is flowing through my bladder right now. I can do this. All right. Here we go. Question number four. Willie, what do you call it when a bowler makes three strikes in a row? A turkey. That is correct. Gobble, gobble, D's nuts. (laughs) Jason, 
What is the national sport of Canada? Hockey. That is incorrect. Willie, you have a chance for a steal. Curling. It's curling. That's what, that was that was going to be my backup. No, that's also incorrect. The answer. <laughs> we come back. Come back. No, All right. That, that's the answer bullshit. is lacrosse. It's actually lacrosse. What? I know. No. I know. No, Super they're weird. not that douchey. Uh, apparently they are. Willie, I believe the ball is yours. How many dimples does the average golf ball have? Um, this one's hard, so I'm just going to say whoever has the closest guess wins oh, the point. Closest without going over. So diameter of the ball is about 192 dimples. 192, Jason. 37. The correct answer is 336, oh, which means Willie gets the point. That's a lot of holes. Crushing me. Four to one. He sandbagged me. All right. Jason, what country has competed the most time in the Summer Olympics yet hasn't won a gold medal? The answer may surprise you. Greece. That is incorrect. Willie for the steal. Does the is the winner the closest country? The the closest (laughs) (laughs) geography geographically speaking, yeah. (laughs) Um I was going to say Does Jamaica. Anyone... Jamaica. The team that had Usain Bolt on it. He Shit. won the middle. <laughs> so technically, Willie just went on the over. Yeah. <laughs> Give Jason the point. Let's, let's do that. <laughs> You're both incorrect. It's Philippines. Uh, Willie, the 1980 classic movie Raging Bull is about which real-life boxer? 19, what year? 1980. Muhammad Ali? Incorrect. Jason for the steal. Marciano. Close, but it's Jake LaMotta. LaMotta. Never heard that name in my life. Jason, the Triple Crown is given to a horse that wins which three races? The Belmont, the Kentucky Derby. I will give you three points if you get this one right. The Downs, the, I can't think of it. Willie, can you steal it? Uh, The Legend of Beggar Vance. Very close. It's the Preakness. (laughs) The Preakness. What is that? <laughs> it's a race. It's a race. If you win it, you get part of the Triple Crown. Okay, got it. Horse racing. Not something I care about. All right. I gave Chan- Jason a chance to tie. I like to be uh, fair, but I also like to be dastardly. So next one to answer this question wins. It is another closest to, and it is, how many medals did China win at the Beijing Olympics. Closest total medals? With, closest. Yes, how many total medals, closest without going over, will win the game and be Trivia Master 2022? 112. Oh, I was way off. I'm not going to change my guess just because you said 112. I was going to say eight. Actual retail price of the medals won at the Beijing Olympics by China, 100 medals. Jason went over. Willie wins by a close margin of 98. <laughs> and believe it or not, here you thought you oh, knew God. nothing. Congratulations, Sports Trivia Master 2022. Get that man a trophy. Scott, it feels really good to win for the first time uh, in my life. Um, after the week that I've had, I, I really needed this. And you, you have no idea. Thank you so much. I know. Me too, Jason. <laughs> I'll stand behind you like the competitor. Yeah. 
Jason, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I love you as a friend, as a brother. You three, you three who will be representing me at the wedding. Chris is not here right now. Oh, God. Uh, are, are some of my closest and dearest friends that, you know, I treasure more than you'll ever know because I don't say it often enough, but I'm saying it here and now in front of the world that I appreciate you. And I'm glad that we have stayed connected, even though I would have liked to see you more. But you're you're a jet setter, man. You're you're a worldwide tweeter. I can't keep up. But thank you very much for coming on today. Thank you guys for so much for having me on. To Scott, I'm sorry you don't have better friends. <laughs> Honestly, the bar is so low. That's true. Get it. That's true. I agree. Willie, <laughs> Willie, this is actually the first time I've met Willie. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna hug him when I see him. I don't know what the future is. I won't bring my chess set. I won't bring my tennis rackets. Um, I'll just bring a smile. But again, obviously, really appreciate you guys having me on. I'm, I'm happy to come on anytime you need to break up the monotony of all that hardcore dance. It's gotten to be a little bit out of control. But if you need help, I'm here. But really appreciate it. Super professional, guys. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you all so much for hanging out with us today. Find more of us on our socials. And we'll see you next week.